Today is our first guest interview here on the Mom Force podcast, and it's with my friend Jenna Rammel. If you're not familiar with Jenna, she has an avid, loyal online following because she's real, because she has shared her struggles with infertility and miscarriage and postpartum trauma and entrepreneurship and parenting and self-confidence. Yeah, she's an influencer, but she's a real mom too. And I hope you enjoy our little chat about how, quite frankly, we are all influencers and how we can use that influence for good in our own homes. Are you looking for real life, tried and true tips and tricks to help with all the nitty gritty stuff of mom life? Well, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Mom Force. Okay, I have a surprise for you. Today is something special. There's no timer here. There's no sissy here. We would like to welcome to the Mom Force, Jenna Rammel. Hi. Jenna, thank, <gasps> thank you for being here. I'm so excited. And while you may not know this, I consider myself a sissy. We, so. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Yes, because you guys might know Jenna from Jenna's Kitchen and her very popular blog. Uh, Jenna is an influencer, but she is the real deal. We've known Jenna for a long time. Yeah, it's been, you guys inspire me so much. So I am just honored to be here and to be on this podcast. It's so exciting. Well, thank you. You know, I consider you with your small fry girls, like OG chat books friends. Yeah, I used to, I used to collaborate on a children's blog with my best friends from all my life. They're sissies too, you mm-hmm. know, they, we, we all know you guys and I can remember Nate coming to the door of my townhouse. I probably had just Quinn at the time with chat books in hand and he hand delivered the chat books to us. And I was, you know, it was kind of like a friend of a friend and he's doing this thing with the books. And I'm like, I don't know what it is, but yeah, we'll sign up. And now I've been hooked on chat books for life. So, well, and it was so fun (laughs) for me to realize that you were friends with my sisters. Yeah. Yeah. With Shelly and Kara. Yeah. Anyway, it's been fun to see how you have used your influence for good. And I want to talk more about that. But first, tell me, what was today? First day of school. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. But how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm ready. I don't know. I think that being mom that that has other work obligations uh-huh. makes it kind of, you're like stretching in all the places and, and everyone's losing maybe yeah. a little bit. And I go hard and I'm all fun. And then, you know, mid-July hits and I'm like, we all need to be away from each other. Yes. And Amen. I, you know, I think the kids need their own autonomy too. You know, my boys share rooms, my girls share rooms and everyone is just there's so much togetherness and I could see in their eyes that they were they were so ready to go have their own friends, their own time, their own lives apart from each other and we were ready. My daughter Isabel has been telling me for weeks, I can't wait for school to start. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, cool, me too. Yeah, you know Shelly the other, the other day was like, I want to be a full-time mom and a career woman and I'm like, yes. She's like and that's the problem. Yeah. And I'm I like, know. yes. Me too. I know. I feel that same tug. So how many kids do you have in school? And then do you have kids home? You have a baby. Yeah. So I have four kids, ages 10, 7, 4, 11 months. I have two in full-time school. And then my third, Lolly, she goes to preschool twice a week. So Uh we actually put her in kind of a more full-time preschool two days a week so that I can work on those days and then be mom on (laughs) the My youngest had, what, four years of preschool? Yeah. In fact, he had, when we (laughs) moved to Utah and I heard that it was half-day kindergarten, I'm like, are you kidding me? His preschool no. was more than that. Yeah, like, I'm already thinking ahead to next year because there's a lottery at my school for a full day kindergarten. Oh, and I'm like, I got to get it. Yeah. What do I have to do? And if you're listening and you 
have kids that have strong attachment issues and they they hate being at school, I feel for you because that adds an element of stress. And for me, fortunately so far, I've had really social kids that really thrive um, in that environment. Well, and I know it's good for them. And I know we do have moms that do struggle with that or have kids that struggle with that. We see that in our mom force Facebook group. Totally. For me, I pick up my child from nursery and he screams, no, I want to stay. Yeah. My kids are like, are we getting a babysitter today? I'm like, okay. That sounds like more fun. Rude, but yes, you are getting a babysitter. Well, Jenna, so when I mentioned on our Mom Force Facebook group that I was going to be starting to do some interviews, I had a lot of people say, we don't want to hear from influencers. Do you consider yourself an influencer? I consider you a real mom because I know the real Jenna. I've heard enough stories from my sisters. Uh, But you are, by definition, an influencer because you have a large online following. Yeah, you know, I think it's funny because... I, the word influencer is like kind of triggery for me because mm-hmm. I feel like it does totally have a it bad is rap. for a lot of people. Yeah. I can see it trigger. Yeah, women and I in the see why people are like, you know, we hear enough of you. You have a large enough voice and audience. Like, just shut up. Like, we want to, we want to listen to the people who to have the a real, real life. Yeah, and I, I, so I see that. The problem I have with the word influencer and really the the stigma and the kind of um, heaviness of the word is that I believe everyone is an influencer, whether they have an audience or not. And that's the thing is like, as I've recently, you know, have been really involved with this thing, clear the list. And it's been this initiative to like, you know, support teachers and get their school supplies. My parents are both educators. And, and so I'm really passionate about it. And I had message after message of people who were like, can you share this? And I go to their page and they have 450 followers. I'm like, can you share this on your page? I know that the people in your life can fulfill it for these teachers. But people don't believe that. Yeah, They don't believe they have an influence. And how many times do, are you with your girlfriends and they're like, I bought this on Amazon. And you're like, and I love it. And I'm like, okay. That yeah. was one-on-one influencing. Yeah, That's what I want women to see is that they have such a powerful, impactful voice. I think that's such a great message. And I loved the Clear the List initiative that you did. And I've been following along with the stories of that. Someone DM'd me. I mean, I've got like 2,000 followers. That's nothing compared to you. But someone DM'd me saying, oh, I heard that you're doing the Clear the List thing. I would love it if you would post about my list. And I just read it. I'm like, this is a mistake. she, She didn't mean to send this to me. I didn't accept the message. I just, yeah. It's still sitting there because I don't know what to do with it because I'm so embarrassed. And here you are saying that. You got to share it. Share it in the Mom Force Facebook group. They'll fulfill it today. Oh, you're right. Yes. I share keep forgetting it. we have this. Share it. <laughs> share it on your personal page. Jenna, thank they you. See, that's the thing. And it feels so good. I mean, they just want markers, for heaven's sake. That's they want true. pencils. And you know what? Everyone wants to feel like they're doing good. Right. It's been, it's an awesome experience. Right, if and I, you have a heavy influence and you better freaking get on there today. If I take and nothing else from this interview, thank you for <laughs> chastising me and reminding me. Okay. Well, I think sometimes the, the word influencer gets a bad rap because um, some people use that platform in unhealthy ways. And sometimes our own brains like interpret things unhealthily. Like you have a beautiful light filled home, the classic Instagram totally. <laughs> perfect home. Okay. Yeah. Please tell us what really happens in that house. What? <laughs> we, um, we see beautiful shots yeah. with perfect light and beautiful children. But come on, please just like make us feel better. Yes. So it's psychotic and messy all the time. Messes. You know, people ask me all the time, like, is your house really that clean? And typically, yes, because 
messes are a huge trigger for me. Yes, me too. So I have cleaning help once a week. I have a sitter that helps us um, with our laundry uh, because I'm working and my husband is afraid of me. So, and my kids too, (laughs) because I feel like I just cannot function if it's messy. So it's not that I'm trying to hold myself to some standard that is unreasonable. It's that we all just have different things in our life that really keep us from inner peace and Mm -hmm. messes are just one of them for me. And it blows up every single day. And every single day I look and I'm like, how did this happen? How did these people mm-hmm. ruin my house in like one afternoon? Mm-hmm. But, you know, and I have a lot of rules. I have a lot of rules about like what? Like, oh, no, juice boxes. No, no. Like food no in the, period. No, no juice boxes. Don't do juice boxes. I don't do juice boxes. I don't do like slime. I don't do Play-Doh. Yes. I don't do suckers. Like I just, I think that moms need to look inside a little more at this is my place too. And yeah, this stand is my up for yourself. Yeah. You can and say what no am I, to what slime. What am I okay with? I am not okay with glitter. Yeah. Because I know what that's going to mean for me in my life. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, that's important to me. Now, I go to other friends' houses and they are so much fun and they have all these crafts mm-hmm. and they let the kids go wild and and that's for them and I'm so excited that my kids get to take part of that I know aren't you glad they have friends yes. with moms like that but that's I'm not have that fun. way and I'm comfortable with that yes. I'm okay with that now so it's crazy and messy but we get after it as much as we can because yeah. I just can't live my life like that now don't open the cupboards yeah. like the cabinet <laughs> no because for me it's out of sight yeah, out of totally. mind I'll just like, shove it all in a cupboard I'm not or... organized yeah. I just and you can't have things on the counter that outer calm totally okay because I'm so glad that you shared that with us um, I also have cleaners that come on a regular basis yes. and I hire someone to come help me with laundry um, and there's there's no shame in that game that's called survival yeah <laughs> we sacrifice other things to make that happen totally so one of the reasons I love you, Jenna, is you are so real. Like you, you're not afraid to tell me that I'm a bad girl. I need to post that teacher list on my Instagram. And you're not afraid to say things on your public platform that sometimes aren't like super flattering yeah. for you. What makes you do that? Anytime I post something that's really vulnerable or raw or something inside, I'm scared to death. But I just know that there's so much healing and showing up and that our voices matter and our stories matter. Now I post for me. I know that the things I'm saying are for me, for my own healing, for my own journey so that I can look back and say, look how far I've come. Look at what I've learned. Every time I see you post something like that, I'm like, oh, sister, we are in this together. You get me. Okay. I want to talk about something specifically that I've seen you post about, and it is something that people talk about in our Mom Force Face group a lot, and that is frustrations with parenting different personalities, especially personalities that are different from our own, and especially those high-energy personalities. So I, I saw a blog post that you wrote recently about this. First of all, what kind of child were you? Yeah. I mean, I was the kind of child I would hate to be a parent to. <laughs> so here we are, right? Like my mom always said, you're going to pay for this. And I am. Oh, gosh. And it's interesting because that you asked that because I remember every single, every single conference, every single parent teacher meeting, whatever. We love Jenna. She's so much fun. She's everyone's friend, but she just talks too much. <laughs> And I remember sitting there thinking, you know, feeling like that feels bad 
that you're saying that about me. And then I got afraid to talk. And so it's interesting really? that now, yeah, that but- now I have this voice because, and and I want to listen to people talk and I want to talk because I felt like it was a bad thing, you know, all my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And so I think I look at that, my parenting that way is how can I just see their strengths? Like, what does it really do to point out my weak, their weaknesses over and over and over again? Yes. It gives them these debilitating, limiting beliefs about themselves. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we don't correct the, ch- the children or, or teach them a better way to go. But I think my parenting philosophy has just been to see the good as much as possible in the little things. So, you know, my high energy, strong willed, stubborn, <laughs> I terrible <laughs> child. I say, when I see him listening, when he listens the first time, I say, thank you for listening the first time. Or, you know, when he cleans up without me asking, I say, that makes me so happy. Thank you so much for cleaning up without me asking. And I try to see the good in him proactively rather than being reactive about everything. Mm -hmm. And that's been super beneficial for our relationship um, to just pour all that positivity into him. Now he still, you know, fights against me pretty much in every single way. But just knowing that that eventually will be his strength, like his voice and his strong will will be this thing that we all celebrate one day. And I do now looking at that in the future and, 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 and trying to nurture that versus stifle that has been something that's been really important to me. Well, I think it's interesting that it came out of your own personal experience. Yeah. You are a talker. You came to I believe love that talking I love was bad. Yep. And so that stifled this thing, this gift that you have that now is blessing so many lives. Uh, so recognizing that in yourself and your own experience. Yeah. You have one high-spirited child. Is that right? Or I do don't know. <laughs> I think I have another one coming up the pipeline. <laughs> I really follow energy profiling. Carol Tuttle specifically has oh, a book. Oh, the yeah. um, Child Whisper. Yeah, Child Whisper. I've it's, read it's it. It's like one of my favorite. It's easily my favorite parenting book. I also love How to Talk So Kids Will Listen. How oh, to yeah, Listen So Kids a, Will Talk. That, that, that should be required listening. Right, exactly. And those are the two... You know, it's so funny. We don't have required listening, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're feeling like you don't know what you're doing, it's because we all don't know what we're doing. No, I know. We're just all trying to figure it out. And so there's no shame in trying to understand what's going on. I think we grew up a lot of us, you know, in 30s, 40s, 20s, maybe even like in this one size fits all parenting. You know, my parents had rules for everyone and and everyone was the same and everyone followed the same model and everyone was loved the same. Yes, that's okay. So mm-hmm. 12 siblings yes. all loved the same way. <laughs> now, does that make sense? No. No. And I think they were doing the best yeah. that they could with the tools that they had. But I think we have so many beautiful tools now to see that people need to be seen so individually in order to grow yeah. as beautifully as they're meant to be. It's a lot harder to parent that way. Oh, I- it's way more time consuming. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like my oldest is 24. My youngest is 11. I think I did start parenting the way that I was parented until the kids got old enough that I could start to see myself falling into patterns that I didn't really like as a child. And it's not a knock to my parents. 
it's it's evolution. It's yeah. progress. It's innovation. Like this is the way our civilization goes, right? It gets better and better. So every generation, we're going to be smarter and more aware and have better tools. Right. Yeah. Like I remember it was homework right after school. You have to do your homework right after school. That doesn't work for no. my boys. Mm-mm. Like they, they've been in school for seven or eight hours. In fact, now I email their teachers. I'm like, I'm really not doing homework. I, if, okay. If I d- can't. Yeah. I've done that. That is such a great point, Jenna. You know your child even yeah. better than your teacher. And especially totally. in these elementary school years, like if homework is the straw that's breaking the camel's back, just tell your teacher, you know what? Not for us. Not doing it. I totally did that. And I don't think the teacher loved it, but it made for a much better year. Yeah. I mean, last year they they both got an F grade on their homework because, they, you know, they're testing well. They, yeah. I insist on reading because reading, I think, is, you know, the most important thing. And Definitely. they love to read. And I know it's okay to have a discussion with the teacher about what works for your family. And I found that I found this homework time was so much tension, so much stress, so much overwhelm because I was doing it like my parents did it and not listening to my intuition is what my kids need. My kids need an after school snack and to go outside and to be free after being in school all day. My daughters though, they love to just get home and get it done because they have different personalities. Okay. Yeah. So, and you know what? Parenting this way with the eye to the individual actually is a gift to them to recognize in themselves that they're different. Like, you know, if we want to give our kids anything, it's like a strong sense of who they are, yeah. self-esteem and worth. And that doesn't come from just like checking boxes and like blindlessly, blindlessly is not a word, blindly, blindly, <laughs> blindly obeying, you know, is helping them really get in tune with who they are. Absolutely. And to listen to what they need. Because that's important because as adults, we are still trying to figure out how to do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I think, too, with disciplining the kids. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask know, how you. So Jude, who I love so deeply. How old is he? He's seven. He, he'll be eight, actually, in next week. He is this anomaly to me because he's the sweetest, kindest, soulful human and I he loves babies and he's just like he's just butter I love him so much and he but he knows what he wants and he will if you stand in his way you will die (laughs) but I see how it benefits him like in sports or anything he's just so driven by his desire but for him he cannot see he's not futuristic at all so you can't take away like as far as discipline goes something next week or a Disneyland trip. I don't care what it is. It he he'll be like, fine, take it away. I don't uh, care. It, he has to be immediately removed, which is so much work for me. Right? I have to leave the restaurant. I have to leave the movie. I have mean, to take stop. him out of. Yep. Wherever I it is. have to stop what I'm doing right that second. When I'm feeling lazy or I'm feeling like I don't want to do that, like the cycle just keeps going, and because he mm-hmm. has to have immediate discipline. Quinn, like he just wants to please and 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 doesn't want to be in trouble for anything you could take away how old is he 10 i mean i don't know what yeah. you could something very simple and he would be like don't do that that is so sad Aww. so he's really easy to keep the rule you know he's just really easy to keep in line i guess i don't yeah. know a better word for that sounds very no that's military. what came to my mind but no but yeah it sounds like he's very easy to he just gets along really well because he doesn't like being in trouble, but mm-hmm. Jude doesn't care about yeah. being in trouble. So like, you have to tailor the discipline to totally. those two different personalities. I want to go back to the Child Whisperer book yeah. because in that book, it talks about four different personality types. 
right. fun-loving, sensitive, determined, and more serious. And as I read this book, at first I was like, oh, yeah, totally that's what he is and that's what she is. But then I had a couple of kids, because I got seven kids, that I just had no idea. You know, people tell me all the time, they're like, I don't like this because this puts them in a box. That's not how you should see energy profiling. The way that it works is that it's a, it shows you how to see them better, to love them better, to see, you know, we hear about the love languages. And if you're just repetitively doing a love yeah. language that doesn't make sense to them, they're not feeling that security and that love. So I think it's really important. Yeah, I kept thinking of that book, actually, as I was yeah. reading this, because I think those go hand in hand. And that was such an aha in my marriage to realize, like, the way that I've been trying to show love to my yeah, husband, this book he is, does not get. <laughs> yes. This Child Whisper is great. I mean, she has Remembering Wholeness, which is for adults. And it has been life-changing for my marriage. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm- because the way that people move through the universe, like, it's innate in them. And it's not – you can look at it as their nature or you can look at it as annoying. Yeah. And when you get to see it as their gift – as the yeah. thing that you do not possess, it's such a beautiful, eye-opening experience. I, Jude is a three, and their sign is forceful, fire, energy. And his love language is physicality. He, you know, riding bikes, playing sports with him, you know, snuggling him, kissing mm-hmm. him. He needs that, and that is not natural for me at all. And I can be fun and spontaneous, and that's my Quinn, and we can pop in the car. Jude needs to have a plan. Mm. He needs to know where we're going. Quinn's like, I don't care where we're going as long as it's fun. So him and I, as my oldest, it's been really easy. Mm -hmm. We get each other. But Jude, I have to be 10 steps ahead of him, which isn't natural for me. So does it feel harder to parent him? Does it take more energy? It takes more energy for me because it's not my natural inclination. Mm -hmm. But without him, I wouldn't have learned all these things. I've had to really fight to understand and to love him the way that I want to. Mm -hmm. And so now he's so special to me because he's such a window to so many beautiful opportunities and healthy growing. Parenting your children that way, has it helped you like outside of your family with like other relationships? Because I can imagine if you start to look for the good in the, the stuff that's like hard every day and making your life harder that, you know, going to whatever grumpy person at the grocery store or yeah. while you're driving. Yeah. You don't oh, have road rage, do you? No. <laughs> I don't imagine you no, do. No, <laughs> I have no road. I was like, I'm just here for it. You know, like I'm listening to my music. It's everything's good. It's so good for me. Like I work with tons of women in my work. And so to understand what makes them tick and to see in them fours, they need, yeah, I grew up with fours. And Wait, what's a four? A four is very structured, very black and white. Okay. They, you know, they need to know ahead of time things. They're, they're very scheduled, you know, kind of just very um, logical, okay. very logical. So that's my parents. Mm-hmm. And they, I'm a one and I am fun loving. I'm spontaneous. I'm emotional. I, if it's not fun, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And that's hard for a four because they're like, yeah. we had a plan. We were going to do yeah. this and you were going to show up in this way. I also really love Strength Finders. I don't know if you've read that, that book. We're going to link that in the show notes yeah, along with these other books that we're talking about. I know. We're like going on a tangent, but I'm obsessed with like finding out who people are. Yes. It is like my favorite thing. Well, it feels like the key to unlocking their true potential. Instead of yes. you know beating your head against a wall with a yeah. child that you don't understand and is not conforming to what you think they should be doing. You can just see them in this whole beautiful new way, and yeah, and 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 that's what I love is like I look at Jude and I think he is never going to do something he doesn't want to do. 
How is that going to be a gift to him? Well, when kids want him to do stupid mm-hmm. things that he doesn't want to do, he'll be like, no. Mm-hmm. Quinn, on the other hand, wants to have fun. And, and please people. And, please people and yeah. be a friend. And so he's going to be influenced. I really try to like cast my vision ahead yeah. to how is this going to serve them? Well, it sounds like you have, you've taken the time to invest in reading these books and you're really thoughtful about it which is paying off for you and your parenting. But I'm sure you, you still have your rough days. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Even with all this knowledge in your brain. Because no. I read all the parenting books, too. But then I forget, like, if you ask me, what was that book about? I'm like, uh. No, I, I text remember. Andrew. the other, No, I not, what did I, I? We were at dinner with my family, and I was like, Jude wasn't there. But I was like, will you guys visit Jude in jail, please? <laughs> Just send me that promise. I mean, I have those days where yeah. I'm like, how or me. I might he, end up in jail. Right. <laughs> what I'm going to do to him. Just, I'm like, I don't know, guys. Uh, I don't know how so, this is going, but I hope well. Oh, something I wanted to add mm-hmm. about, because I think this is the best thing that I've learned as far as a strong-willed child. One of the best things I do with my strong-willed child is I remove myself. And I used to believe, because I think that's how we were parented, that you you remove the child. You yeah. have to leave. You have to go away. And those feelings of rejection and being told what to do again, over and over and over again, they just push and push and push. Mm. And there's no learning there. So in order for me to come at the situation in a healthier place, I remove myself. Because you're the adult for heaven's right. sake. You, <laughs> right. And, and I go to my sanctuary, my bedroom, oh. my bath, wherever. And that makes him mad. It, it makes him feel unheard. But when you leave... He, yeah, but he knows now I will not speak to him when he's acting that way. You know, I've never thought about the impact that sending them to the room or putting them in the corner over and over again would have on them, especially when they're like, they don't know what's going on. They don't know what's happening in their brain. They're just doing the best they can, but to you know, continue to repeat that punishing behavior. But you walking out of the room, like that feels like that's a consequence that isn't like demeaning. Right, and that's like instant for him. Like yeah. he instantly does not have access to me anymore. And I can't, uh, he can't think of anything worse either uh, because he's like, no, but I want to be heard. And I was like, I will. And I say, I will hear you when you're ready to speak kindly to me and I'm leaving. And when you're ready to speak kindly to me, then we can have this conversation. Yeah. That's like the opposite of how we were brought totally. up. I sent to my room every five seconds. Yeah. And what do you, what am I going to do? I, know. I don't know what that even, I, know. I don't I know. even know. Oh, we're learning. Yes. But anyway, my point is, is if you have, try it, if if you have someone that you're just not, you know, you're negotiating with a terrorist at your house, mm-hmm. <laughs> consider leaving for your mental health too. Yeah. So that, so that you don't say the things that you don't want to say and, and do the things you don't want to do. But all of that was so good. Seriously, Jenna, thank you for being vulnerable. <laughs> That's the buzzword, right? <laughs> you're sure. being vulnerable and sharing your experiences. I already feel a little more empowered to Good. like see my kids for the individual. I'm going to dust off the child whisperer too and Do it. commit to finding, um, figuring out their personality types. To close, can I just ask you a few rapid fire questions? Let's do it. Okay. Have you ever seen that? The Vogue? word rapid fire. I'm like, Remember, my heart is beating. I, I, I'm know, like very t- stressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm th- I'm thinking of Vogue's 70, what is it, 72 questions yeah. or 74 questions. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, I've seen those. Okay. They're I so can, fun. They're so that's so the fun. style. Okay. Without cool. the camera and the like swank in Hollywood. The serious <laughs> stuff. Okay, cool. I know, because that was pretty serious. Important, but let's get to the fun stuff. Okay. <laughs> what was your favorite memory from the summer? 
summer was so good to us, even though we're glad it's kind of winding down. Yes. It was so good to us. And we do this annual um, fish fry. My husband's uncle goes to Alaska every year and gets all this fish. And oh, we do this camping. Yeah. Everyone gets eaten by mosquitoes. There's That adds to the experience. Yeah, there's, you know, weapons and bullet bikes and road bikes and just like every manner bodies of water just like you know it's like a fun exciting will my kids die here experience but (laughs) they have the best time that sounds awesome so just something I do every year it's like not insane no but but you love it I love it what is your go-to quick and easy dinner idea I'm a salmon girl because I can have salmon my kids love salmon and they do they all love it yeah they love it it's done in 20 minutes just olive oil and lemon and lemon pepper and salt that's it and I bake it for 350 for 20 20 minutes on some foil and I'll do like green beans, rice. Mm -hmm. There you go. Perfect. And they love it. I love it. And healthy too. Yeah. Um, What is your favorite app on your phone? Maybe my podcast app. I'm a podcast junkie. Yeah. I'm in my podcast a lot. Me too. Yeah. Um, If you had a night free of any responsibilities, what would you do? I don't even know. (laughs) I really do not know. But I think I would stay home. Yeah. I always say my dream vacation is everyone leaving my house. Is that a sign that we're old? Yes. Because I (laughs) I feel like that. It wasn't always that way. But now I'm like, just leave me alone. With my food, with my tub, with my bed, with my shows, with my books, whatever it is. Like, I just want to have free reign on my house. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like heaven. (laughs) Um, All right. And lastly, what is your uh, best unpopular opinion? Gosh, this question was so good. I've been thinking about Mm -hmm. this. I know. This is Ricky's idea. This is a good question. As a devout Christian and member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I think one of the most unpopular opinions that I get online is regarding all of this energy work that I do and my kind of openness to all energy, you know, whether it be, um, you know, profiling or healers or crystals or, you know, yoga or really anything that that accesses peace um, and being a Christian. I just am a believer in what brings you peace. And if you can find that and tranquility and meditation or any modality and have your faith, I believe that it just magnifies your true calling in life and the harmony and love and joy that you can feel here. And I believe that God has given us so many tools to feel better here on this earth. And so that's, it's kind of a heavy one, but that's the one that I thought of this morning. I was like, you know, that's kind of the thing that I get a lot of backlash about. Really? I'm Mm -hmm. so surprised. Yeah. Well, I'm so much of the mindset of you do you, like there are a million ways to do life and with our very different personalities and life circumstances, like there's not a one size fits all, but I would never in a million years think someone would have an issue with that. So I think I'm just open to all kinds of belief. I think that's so in line with so, what we've been talking about today, opening your mind to the possibilities, the possibilities in your difficult children, the difficult other people that you work with in your life, to the difficult things that you encounter online, because I'm sure you get your fair share of hard things 
yeah, slid into your DMs. Yes. But that's the that's what comes when you put yourself out there. But Jenna, I'm so glad that you put yourself out there. Thank, Thank you. you so much for being you and for being real, <laughs> a real mom who happens to have an influence. Yeah, I hope you guys are okay with right. me on your phone I don't know. right hey, now. Hey, you mom forcers, you, <laughs> I would love to hear what you think of our little chat here today with Jenna. And if you have any questions for her, I'm going to post about it on the Mom Force Facebook group. If you aren't already in the Facebook group get on over there go to facebook search for mom force by chatbooks that's where you can find us and um if there's anyone else you'd like to hear hear from i think we're going to do more of these interviews because this was so fun. This was fun hey where can people find you online yeah so you can follow me jenna's kitchen where no cooking happens anymore <laughs> because I have four kids and we go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> there's a time and season for okay, that. We're not so, in that season. But now I kind of equate it to like you're in my kitchen, you're in my home, we're home, we're friends. Yes. We're, yeah. That's so, the way I think of it. Yeah. Uh, Jenna's Kitchen on Instagram and then Jenna Rammel. And that's, two M's, two L's dot com. And that's where you can find your new course. Yeah, it's called Another Try. Another try. So I I just lead people through the first six weeks of after having a baby. So just kind of what to expect postpartum. Which is another passion honestly of mine. Honestly, is such a gift to the world because no one tells you. No one lets you know that oh. you. And there are so many things. Oh my gosh, so many things. All right. So many beautiful things beautiful things but also disgusting bloody things <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. oh jenna thank you so much for putting all the goodness into the world and thank, thank you. you thank you